Hello and welcome to the Diverse Leader Podcast. Today I'm back again with Janice Mutema, my sister, and we continue the conversation on cultural strongholds. So welcome Janice, uh, welcome again. Hi, I'm in your uh, first video podcast. First video podcast and uh, thank you, a shout out to uh, Tolu um, who I'll reference in, in, in the chat when I post this, he encouraged me to actually do, uh, this, uh, by video. So I'll reference yeah. his details. He's got his own podcast, which I'll, I'll shout out as well in the chat. But, uh, anyway, uh, we're going to continue this conversation on cultural strongholds and we left it off when Wongai, as people notice, is not here today, but, uh, we left it, um, uh, and she was talking about uh, how uh, different jobs that we take on matter, you know, no matter how people think uh, working in Burger King or working as a carer or working as a mental health assistant or working as whatever the job is that is not particularly your career choice is critical because those skills are important when you actually get to the level or that you want to get to in your career, right? So they're all transferable skills, customer service skills, listening skills, empathy uh, skills, you know, being able to handle difficult situations in very compromising situations, especially, for example, working in a call center. We've all done it. Uh, we've had situations where, you know, it's difficult and we're just talking about how that helps and uh, breaking that cultural um, stronghold that makes you think you are nothing when you're working certain jobs, but actually they make you into someone that you really want to be. Mm. So um, just touching on that and uh, we'll just go into your view in some of the other cultural strongholds you face. You talked about the hierarchy uh, issue in the last uh, uh, podcast saying, you know, even when we were speaking, you, me and one guy, you felt you know, there's, there's a sense of hierarchy and you gave an example of you being in um, Spain with your friends and your sister and she was speaking first because she's the oldest, right? And someone actually picked it out and noticed that it was a cultural stronghold that you felt can be taken into the workplace. So it'll be good to, to just delve into that workplace scenario where we talked about we need to cancel the pride, you know, we need to cancel, we need to be humble when we're in the workplace. We need to you know, speak out where you, you, you mentioned we're at equal footing um, right. when you're in the office. It doesn't matter if someone is older or younger. If you're in the same role or if you're even, you know, managing people in that workspace, you're at actual equal footing. Your voice matters, as you said in the last podcast. Your voice is valid. Your opinion is valid. Whether, whether it's right or wrong, it is still valid. You need to be able to be given the space an opportunity to actually say what you need to say. Mm. So what say you? Are you finding it difficult or do you find it difficult, um, especially after what we kind of unveiled in the last po in podcast, do you still find it difficult when you go into the workplace um, to deal with hierarchy in the sense that you are the youngest person in the room? And everyone else is older, so hence they probably know better. That kind of, you know, stronghold. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I should say that cultural strongholds have um, 
you know, before I answer your question, I just want to say they mm. they hold a place sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it is important for um, in a cultural context to have a hierarchy. There is some places where it's very functional to have yeah. that. So it's you know it's it's not to say it's you know hierarchy is doesn't work at all. Mm. No, it has places where it does work even in a work context where decisions have to be made uh, and certain things have to be done. And at Absolutely. the end of the day, somebody's paying you for the, the work that you do. So there yeah. is a natural <laughs> hierarchy. Um, yeah. But I think because of the work experience of starting mm. off cleaning someone's house, for example, that was my first job. I was cleaning someone's yeah. house on a Saturday to building up, to be in places where I got to uh, work and really partner with uh, the right managers, the people, you know, it broke down that stronghold in, in terms of hierarchy, because I think, you know, you get to a point as well as a, as an individual where, mm. you know, you have your, your own point of view and you know, That's you're, right. you're, you're solid within that. So I don't think it is, um, it is quite the issue in the same way as it probably used to be when I was interning. And, you know, I was, mm. I remember my first, the first day I was interning, um, I told my mom, um, I called my mom and said, Oh, I've done my first day. Uh, yeah. it went well. And she was like, Oh, okay, it's five o'clock. And I said, yeah. And she said, you do not leave your job oh, wow. at five o'clock <laughs> whilst your boss is still in the office. You wow. work until your boss leaves. That's when you leave. Leave. That's <laughs> so, another cultural thing as well, isn't it? Like you yeah. never leave. You know, you leave the seem to be working hard, right? Yeah. So I, I yeah. remember at that point going, oh, like, because... Every, everybody's leaving so uh, you know so there is that you know mm. bit of you know you have to hustle mm. a bit and honor mm. a hierarchy when you're climbing mm. up but yeah it it in in whichever way it cannot take away who mm. you are and how yeah. you feel about something i mm. think sometimes those boundaries when they're crossed that's when you really have to to check mm. yourself i think everybody deserves respect no matter if they're yeah. younger or yeah. older than you, I feel like because I used mm. to be that younger person in the office, mm. yeah. I now know how it feels when I work with people who are much younger, who right. might have less experience. I have so much grace for them because I just mm. know the feeling and I just know the, you know, the, the defeat of, of thinking that what you're bringing to the table does not, not enough. is not enough. So I think, mm. you know, it, it, the beauty of growing and evolving is going, um, yes, there are elements of that that come up, but yeah. for the, for the most part, I, I also know who I am and yeah. I know that at the end of the day, it's, it's either more of a confidence thing than it is yeah. a hierarchical thing. Um, mm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, um, you know, you, that not bringing enough, that working harder than everyone else, that mm. there's something about that, that especially uh, we're in Black History Month as, as black people um, and 
as sisters, we're celebrating our sisters, you tend to see that um, you work twice as much, right? Because of that mentality. Because if you think if you don't work twice as much, just like your mum or our mum said, um, it, it's almost like they were raised that, you know, in a situation where mm. you need to do more. It's not enough to do what's required because what's yeah. required is nine to five. If you're in a nine to five role um, and then at five o'clock, you're expected to go home because that's fi- that's your contract, right? But but our culture will say five o'clock. Well, as long as your boss is in, or even if the boss is not in, you just harder. need to be working hard. And how are you seem to be working hard? You're still in the office, mm. and nine out of ten times you're doing nothing. You're just sitting there twiddling your fingers and scrolling and you know watching some YouTube videos, or whatever. And then, oh, wow. but you get to do that? I'm joking. Well, I'm just saying it's something that yeah. Yeah. Easily can be done just because you just want to stay in to look mm. good, but there's no work for you to do, mm. you know, in, in that sense that, you know, there's nothing. So it's, it's, it's something that we need to break that what we talk about well being and mental health. Well, that's why your hours are contracted mm. from nine to five or eight to three or whatever it is. You need time for yourself. You need time to cool down. You need time to, 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 to do life yeah i and, think yeah sorry to interrupt you there i think the eight the nine to the the working a hundred hours double, yeah. yeah the, the mm. working double than everybody else is something that is very mm. common in um a lot of um yeah. minorities because mm. if you are the only one it's much more easier for people to spot you if you're not you know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. stick out like a sore thumb. And I think, right. but what I, I really do, whilst I understand it and what we were talking mm. about, you know, the idea of, you know, being the best and, you know, mm. striving. Mm. I really now as an, you know, the older I get, I really reject the side effects of that because. Yeah. I I think as an individual, you need to be allowed to be human. Mm. And oftentimes, yeah. especially mm. as black women, there's an expectation that black women are strong and mm. black women can can go can survive anything. That's yeah. how we're raised. We're raised to be survivors. Mm. We're, you know, if you go through something, don't cry. Don't, don't cry. Yeah. Don't do anything. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) you know, be strong and, Mm. you know, maybe a lot of, you know, women in general can, uh, can really, um, relate to that. But Mm. what that does is it creates, you know, a lot of high functioning anxiety where, you know, you're just burying the reality of how you actually feel about something. And that can Mm. happen, um, in a workspace because, you go home and then you you suffer, right? Because you yeah. haven't felt the feelings, you know. Mm. You want to work 100, you know, double whatever, harder. And it's a very common statement in our community. Mm. Um, but there is a cost to that if you're not taking care of yourself or if, yeah. you know, you're just going to work, work, work up yourself to the point mm. where you don't even know 
you know, how to rest and you don't know how to enjoy this success that you That's have right, yeah. or all the good stuff. So I think that is definitely a cultural stronghold in that the the good thing about it is that yes, work hard, you know, yeah, be the best at what mm. you can. But mm. you're human and you're allowed to cry. I actually saw a video not too long ago saying black women cry at work it's okay to cry at work Mm. and if you tell if you have a group of of black women and be like you know if you feel like crying at work they'll be like excuse me i know i am not telling you here sign of weakness that kind of talk isn't it yeah you know and you know i have to you know keep it up but actually who's gaining from that you know Mm. you know you we're we're losing and i'm i'm not advocating for people to just you know cry in general i'm just saying if you if you're at a breaking point you're at a breaking point and you you are allowed to to be human and i think there is Mm. that side of it yes and and it it goes down sorry it goes down to organizations just so that as well it's much more clearer when you can be comfortable because organizations if they don't create a space Mm. or a culture that allows people to be themselves your vulnerability can lead you out the door you know so the culture has to be right and organizations need to work on creating these spaces uh whatever you want to call them or creating um, opportunity uh, for or given the right training for leaders to recognize people when they're under pressure to recognize people when they're at breaking point and then actually be able to you know to nurture or bring bring in some kind of um, um, support mm. uh, for for people because because you know most jobs are you know, I did I did an episode on pressure, but it's in you know as a leader, pressure is part of leadership, right? Mm. And but how we deal with it is different. And that yeah. stronghold of trying to impress, trying to be the best, you can't be vulnerable. Uh, you 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 know you're the iron fist, or you know of, you know you are this, you're solid, you can't be moved. Um, takes a toll and when you then break you lose it totally you do organizations yeah have to do something about that and to just create a space to allow people to just be themselves and not get to that point yeah Mm. no i i I absolutely agree i think you know i think some sometimes people we forget when we are looking for places to work that is it's important Mm. to see Mm. you know how those side of things are um if you have that advocate i always think that wherever you work there is always that one person who's an advocate for you um and yeah. you you yeah. Would want that person to be your manager who can stand in the gap for you i also think that there is a balance of um if you don't if you don't say you need help like yeah. you know and yeah. i've you know, we've all been there and we all have to sort of learn to 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 speak out when we mm. when we need help. And I think that is a really important thing of, you know, really understanding who we are and understanding 
I need to put my hand up because yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to know everything. And I, you know, it's a, it's another thing when that help is not, you know, if you don't receive the help it's that you're a, seeking, it's really, yeah. but it's important to be able to communicate or even yeah. to, especially if you're still, you know, coming up in, you know, in, uh, in working in a corporate setting and you've, uh, you know, finished uni, you know, being able to communicate uh, not uh, only to yourself how you feel and how things are going, but to say, uh, hey, I am really stuck and I don't know what to do. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something, it's, it's a muscle that I am keep having to train myself. To train, right? Change yeah. different industries, but it is really important because sometimes no one knows when people are suffering or because we i think especially especially in our community and especially black women we uh, we look like everything is okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah some of us are very good at hiding you know yeah. what is going internally mm. now that, that that's interesting and um you know there's a I've, I've personally struggled with that asking for help scenario asking for help I always try to solve it myself. I always want to try and do it myself. Uh, I will find a solution. I, I, what, you know, you know, so and so has done the same thing and, you know, how do they do it? I, I'm constantly trying to do it, right? Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily work like that. It's a, it's a bad thing. And I think it goes down to also culturally seeing people always being labeled as pillars of strength i'll give you a, a good example um in a typical you know family traditional old school family probably that's the right way to frame it because uh, nowadays families are dynamic and, and different and mm. you know and set up in a, in a different way in any way you know back in the day it was almost the one way <laughs> a family could go uh, and then the other will be if it just doesn't work out right um, so in that traditional frame, the man at that time was always seen to be strength, right? Doesn't cry. You know, if they have financial problems, they'll never go to the wife and say, yo, I'm, I'm struggling here. Can you pick up the bills of this and that? Or can you do this and that? It was always find a solution. And hence, men of the second generation right now, mentally they're messed up mm. you know because now most females have the opportunity to make money have the opportunity to go out there and you know and then to be breadwinners yeah. but how then if you have that cultural bringing and mindset which is a stronghold of you are a man you only do this you are a woman you should only do this you can't go there for help you can't you know it becomes difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, I've seen it, uh, you know, firsthand in our communities where it's you can see this gentleman is struggling or this lady is struggling, but there's this cultural thing that they can't really reach out to other people, for example, and say, "Oh, yeah, I'm having issues." Um, there's a saying actually in Shona, uh, which if I translate in English, or I'll say it in Shona first. You know the saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot the full, the rest of it. I actually, thought you were going to finish it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm 
No, I'll, I'll, I'll restudy. Chakafuki is at Zimba Matenga. So what that means is, what 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 is covering the houses is the roof. Mm. But what that um, means is you don't know what's happening in any home. Whatever is under any house's roof, closed doors, you don't know what's happening. Mm. And because you don't know what's happening, most of the time, people that are in that situation are trapped in that cultural norm of what happens in our home stays in our home. So we can't get, we can't get, we can't get help, right? We don't, we don't share because we don't share. It's our thing. That's a and stronghold. It, 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 it's a stronghold. It, but the certain things, obviously, you don't want to share in your family. You don't want to share. But if you're, if you need help financially, you're down. You have nothing. You have children, whatever. You need to ask for help somewhere, mm. whether it be government. You know, you can go on the door, or you can speak to the government. I don't know. You speak to your friends you need to find help right yeah if you're under an abusive relationship or anything like that mm. at some point you need to find help but traditionally some you're told it's fine it's okay he's it happened to me too listen you, you know just, you, you're talking mm. about let's just pause because you are talking about a lot of things that are separate that that's are, right Big topics in itself. Big I mean, topics, yeah. But that falls under that not sharing. Yeah, it does. Not being able to to reach to 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 cry out. Yeah. And yeah. and at work it's the same. You're now contained in your in a silo of I'm drowning. I've got all these activities I need to get done, but I can't. You just don't have it in you. There's this hold of. If I share, maybe I'll be seen as I'm not working hard enough. If I share, maybe um, I'm asking too much. Mm. If I share, you know, and it traps us into failure. Yeah. And and I actually think Mm. those are um, Mm. what we're talking about. It's Mm. we can frame it as cultural strongholds, but they're also... um, I think in general, what people struggle, struggle with, struggle right? With. Mm, um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the idea that we are so oftentimes it is about the perception, how people perceive mm. us that we will be, that it kind of, then you create, you start creating a reality that you think will make other people comfortable, Yeah, you know? And I think the saddest part though, in terms of what you mentioned about, um, you mentioned something really key that just skipped my mind, but you mentioned about families and, you know, things happening or, um, you know, this, this always happens or, you know, things, the, the abuse piece is very yeah. huge in the, you know, um, in our co- community, especially I would oh. say in the African community, because there's oh. certain things that historically, or traditionally have been acceptable. Um, and now people have to step out and emancipate themselves, you know, you know, or, you know, as Bob Marley says, em- emancipate yourself from mental slavery, mental slavery. Yeah. from whatever, whatever that is, from whatever that stronghold is, because until you do that, it will it is always be a cycle. And I think one yeah. thing that I'm, very much self-aware is the cycles that happen in me um Mm. and how do i break those cycles because sometimes Mm. 
you you something will always come up because you haven't learned it yet i feel like mm-hmm. god will continue to bring up certain things mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you can't help it you know something mm-hmm. will you know you, you you're reminded about something that happened in the past etc but it's yeah. like how do we break how, if you have something cycles, of a stronghold yeah. how do you how do you break the cycle how do you start something create something wow. new how do you tell wow. a new story um wow. in in your context in your work context or you know wow. in whatever context because Generally i think as well yeah yeah we've some wow. of these things they they just happen you know we, we yeah. just had it for so long but it doesn't have mm. to be that way and what stems from the I mentioned those scenarios, which are big topics, but it's just brief examples of strongholds that can translate into your workplace. Because once you're not confident at home, you you come into the workplace most of the time, you that that follows you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever is stressing you at home, most of the time it can follow you to work. Um, and we've you know we've been with colleagues where you're thinking, what's wrong with him today? You know, because mm-hmm. it, it it's a cycle. You know, it doesn't just stop there. It, it has to go. F- sometimes the it whole bleeds. it bleeds, it bleeds right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. the words, and we need to then see how we can cut those cycles so that they don't follow us into our workplace. Where, mind you, we spend most of our time at work. Mm-hmm. So these problems that are very small at home can become bigger problems for us in the workplace, where our mental state is divided. Uh, in such a place that we can't focus on what we need to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And um, another question, uh, Janice, we talked about pride and I think we touched on it today as well uh, about not asking. Um, and then um, there was another thing that we, we touched on uh, last week, which was, um, you know, letting others in. So how do we let others in in a workplace and how does that relate to cultural strongholds in your view i think it's you know depending on where you work i think Mm. it is very um it's important to create a community at work because like you said we are there for a large majority of our lives um but i think it's a lot about building that psychological safety and that's Mm. not necessarily on uh, a responsibility that is on for example me but it's Mm. it's something that happens it's a it's a dance between Mm. the people the the people that you work with and yourself Um, and I think working from home has not helped um, Mm. with us being able to create those connections a Mm. little bit better. You know, Mm. I would say my experience working from home for a large part, if if my whole experience of working in a company was working from home is going to be a whole lot different from how it is, you know, in person, because you get to have Mm. those little in between conversations um, Mm. that really help build and people can come together. It's really a, a reaching out of both parties. Um, mm. But I think it's it's safety is important. Safety mm. is important for a lot of us people because how can you open up when you don't feel safe and when you, when you don't yeah. feel like you're going to be heard and, and you don't mm. feel like you are a part of something. And I think, mm. um, you know, work culture 
is oftentimes a really big topic because, you know, it, you know, people want to feel like they belong. They want to feel like they're part of something. They want to feel like, you know, so I think it is a dance, but it starts with feeling Mm. safe um, Mm. because you're not going to open up if you don't feel safe, Safe, but you also have to take a step, you know, you have to take a step. And I think it happens in, in the in-betweens and the nuances. I, you know, when I worked as a project manager, I used to have, um, that first five minutes, we're just chatting, you know, you know, you even do it now, you know, before you start a meeting, I know a lot of people just want to get to it and that's fine to have those meetings Mm. where you just run into it. But even just having a, how was your day? Like really slowing down and getting the to pace, know yeah. someone in five, in, in two minutes, it helps because you're mm. slowly building. And I think um, sometimes it's it's harder when you, when you don't have the same cultural background as people. Mm. Um, but I think that interest that you, if people show interest in what you're doing, you're more likely to, um, you know, to share. So I feel like there is a yeah. part of it that is first, I feel, I feel safe to be you able feel to, safe, yeah. to share the environment um, invites yeah. that, but also I'm taking a step to put myself out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So feeling safe uh, breaks down the barriers and uh, of these cultural strongholds because mm. in the workplace, I've been in workplaces where people say, this is how it's always been done. And that, and how do you, it's a stronghold over, over any new, 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 new joiner, right? You join in, you've got all these in, innovative ideas, you, you're excited to bring change and you, you, you bring in your first thoughts, right? In a meeting or that's different. And no, 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 no. That's not how we do it. Mm. So and so probably suggested it, I think. I don't think, nah, we can't run with it breaks down your confidence, breaks down whoever else is in, you know, who's probably wanting to pop out with another great idea. And um, that goes to what you're saying. It's not a safe place. There's no place of safety. And then you've literally just created a new strand. Uh, I don't know if you watch um, Loki. Uh, you've created a new strand on the t- on the infinite timeline yeah. of someone who's going in one direction um, on a new course of lacking confidence and you know bottled in and stuff like that. Um, and what tips can you give um, as a leader on breaking such cultures, uh, which are strongholds within a business? It's this is how it's done. <laughs> that kind of mentality. How do you break it? Because it's everywhere uh, in most most companies you go to. I mean, it's it's. I guess it's not a a sole responsibility of me coming into a place, right? Of yeah. me coming into a company. It's it's you know solely, but you know, on the company being able to um to to break down those walls. But mm. I think it's important to um, as Gandhi says to be the change you want to see in the world. Um, and I think a lot of people go in and go, you know, you either are the person that goes in and goes, I'm going to change everything. Mm. And Hey, this is wrong with your company. This is, Mm. um, or you're the person that 
I think it's much more, just as much as you want to feel safe and as you want to have a community with your colleagues and your company, the same is happening the other way around. People are getting to know you, what you're like. And so I think it's important to build the right relationships and the right relationships where you're able to influence. Mm. And sometimes influencing does not happen by coming in too strong. Uh, Maybe Mm. sometimes that works. Um, I'm more of a storyteller in in how I, (laughs) in how I do things. Mm. Um, In that I, you know, I take, I often take uh, the longer route in in Mm. certain things but I think it's important to build first of all you have to build relationships um every work there's always going to be something with every workplace and also I'm saying this I'm not a HR person I am not a Mm. professional you know like I'm I'm saying this as a you know these are just my opinions Um, but I think building relationships is the first thing is important and Mm. being um being able to be a solid person of integrity um, because that way you can have influence and you can nudge things in the right direction. Um, One thing that I'm, you know, uh, that I am learning is when you see a problem, you have to do something. You yep. can't say so. No one's doing. X. Silence is complicit, right? <laughs> yeah, like, you, oh, you're part of the problem no if you don't say anything, right? Exactly, yeah. or mm. do anything, or take a step yeah. towards doing something. Yeah. So I think it's important to go. I've built the relationships. I know the people, but now mm. I'm going. Hey, let's try this. You know. Mm. Hey, let's. How how about we do? Because now, about, mm. now, we're, now I am more likely. If I was someone who is in your team i'm more likely to hear you out because that's true i know you're genuine i know you're Mm. you know you know so i think you know having the building the right relationship but also working towards to be part of the solution and not Mm. a bystander that complains that things Mm. are not happening which unfortunately we often are you know it's true, bystander mentality. There are studies on bystanders uh, that happen in London all the time, where they have a beggar uh, sitting there asking for money, people don't do anything, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or then someone with a suit is crying and they help them and stuff. So, yeah, we shouldn't be bystanders and, and, and judgmental in that sense. But you touched on something quite key, right? Um, when you were talking about the leadership aspect, uh, that you talked about influence. Right. Mm. And I mentioned this in one of the podcasts I did, uh, that leadership is influence. And that's true to break this culture of it's how it's done here. You definitely need that relationship building skill so that you can influence the change. Mm. And influence comes from people with integrity, which you've touched upon as well. So it's key that um, as leaders, we build on our integrity um so that people can follow and 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 you know and there's some people that are not even in leadership positions that that have voices louder than their leaders because they have integrity exactly and i've seen so many leaders that lack integrity and integrity doesn't happen at work it starts at home 
It starts with your family, with your friends, yeah, with your external relationships, and then you bring that to to work. So let's not let's let's be people of integrity, uh, as you just mentioned, as leaders. Yeah, mm. and as our dad always says, yeah, you know who who are you when no one's watching? You yeah, know? yeah, you yeah. know, are are you the yeah. the same person? Mm. You know, mm. at home mm. as you are at work. Do you bring work, yeah. your authentic self? Um, mm. I mean, I mean, there are different layers to that, but I think mm. you know it's important to, you know, to have that in mind. Yeah, to try and be as consistent as possible. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Well, this is this is great, and um, and just to conclude, um, what three things would you say are important to you? Um, when we talk about cultural strongholds at work or outside of work, three key things you think people should take away uh, and be mindful of um, so that they can start the journey of breaking cultural strongholds, I think. Um, sorry, I've rephrased that question <laughs> in, one, in one breath. <laughs> yeah. I think self, self-awareness is important. Yeah. Ha- us having this conversation and being vulnerable about our experience and mm. things that we're learning, things that we're growing from. You can't heal what you don't reveal. Wow. That's, that's big. You so, can't heal what you don't reveal. Mm, so you have mm. to be able to put it out there and, and you know, have the self-awareness of, you know, this is, this is coming up. In, you know, in my life and being able to um, actually verbalize, you know, mm. why certain things. And I think sometimes you identify certain things that are strongholds that, that are boundaries holding you back by yeah. kind of seeing the things that you're struggling with or things that keep coming up and, you know, noting that down, writing that down. Um, so I think definitely self-awareness is important, yeah. um, but also having conversations having Mm. a mentor you know having an accountability partner having people who will be able to help you to uh break break that down i think is is Mm. so key and i'm 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 so blessed to have you guys my you know my Mm. brother and my sister because we talk about those things when we go Mm. through stuff you know we you know, we come together as a, as a family to kind of help mm. each other. And sometimes those conversations are really hard because they're yeah. saying, no, Janice, but you didn't do this or, you know, why is yeah. this happening? So I think having, you know, to walk the journey with yeah. a mentor or um, if your work has a co- uh, uh, coaches or, yeah. and I think that's really really important um and I, I would say the last thing is grace you know wow. having yeah give yourself grace I mean I'm yeah. you know I'm working through things and yeah. it's a lot and you know and I I have to mm. sometimes Janice, you're not gonna solve everything you know you're not gonna solve every and like I said in at the beginning of this conversation some of those things, they have their place where they work and they make sense, uh, you know. It makes uh, sense for certain things to happen in, in, in the way that we've been raised for it to be, happen. Or it was very yeah. functional when it happened. Yeah. It might not serve you anymore, 
but it doesn't mean it was completely um, out of line for some of those things. So I think it's important to, to have grace and to know that for the rest of our lives, we're going to be working through different things, different strongholds yeah. and challenges and, 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 and we're not working towards it to be perfect. We're working yeah. towards it to be excellent, to be, to do wow. only our best because that's yeah. only, that's all, that's all I got. I, I ain't got nothing but my best. Yeah, you, you, can only, you can only give what you can give really. So mm-hmm. even if it's 50%, that's hundred percent. Cause that's the only thing you can give at that time. Yeah. So, or, yeah. All I'm, or my goal is, I have to yeah. be better than I was yesterday. And that's if I it. can do that, then that's, I mean, I'm mm. saying all of this with such mm. ease and such, mm. you know, like I've mastered mm. it. I have it. I'm on a journey. It's work in progress. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be a journey until, Absolutely. you know, the pearly gates. <laughs> pearly gates. <laughs> We're all going to go through them, I guess. Um, mm. But yeah, thank you, Janice. Um, for having me. Now, thank you for, for coming on uh, once again. And uh, we'll, I would like to thank Bongai as well for kickstarting mm. the conversation. And uh, it got us where we, we, we got to today. And there's some great nuggets of uh, wisdom that you mentioned. And as it's Black History Month, again, saluting our sisters. That's why uh, it was key to get you, Bongai, on here, my actual sisters. Mm. And, uh, thank you. you know, sharing your knowledge uh, with, with me. Uh, to the listeners out there as well. So it's been lovely. It's been great. And uh, actually, what does sisterhood mean to you? Because the, the theme is saluting our sisters. So what does sister mean, uh, sisterhood mean to you before we close? Oh, okay. Uh, sisterhood means to me um, reckless vulnerability. Um, yes. Wow. At, you know, one thing that I love about... Um, my community that one thing that I love about my sisterhood you know especially with my sister is that we can be recklessly vulnerable we can unpeel all of the layers you know like an onion you know of things that might be painful uncomfortable uh, and just being able to laugh to cry together to 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 do life together I think that is the the beauty about sisterhood is a vulnerability that has no judgment no um no restraint it's just pure authentic this is who i am Mm, deal with it vulnerability (laughs) yes i like that i like that on that note thank you for joining and thank you everyone out there who's watching the podcast and uh, we're back here next thursday and tune in next week like subscribe share and tell your friends and uh, this is what i really look like because we've never met each other um on video so uh but yet yeah, i think i'll start doing videos more i enjoyed this episode and um Amazing. again this podcast is only uh, as successful as it can be if you like if you if you view it if you share with your friends um share with your businesses if you need someone to help you understand the journey of leadership and the complexities of, of diversity and, and inclusion. Please, please, please join and tune in. Thank you very much. And we'll see you again next Thursday. Thank you. Thank you.